You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Welcome to the first episode after the summer. My guest today is Kushal Raju. He is the founder of a startup called XRFit. The mission of this application is to help children build their everyday life ritual around health and wellness. It's a compelling story about his life and also what he went through in order to reach the stage where he is today from having some difficulty health challenges and also being obese and bullied introvert when he was young. This is a story that many children can relate to. But more importantly, it's not only about the children's health and wellness, but also looking at the the other generations, the seniors, how can we help them to have an everyday ritual and around health and wellness during their years? When I was at the age of 19, I used to play basketball um, quite a lot. And suddenly uh, one day uh, it, it happened to me that um, I, w- I was completely out of energy. I, I, I fainted um, in the ground. And then after a series of tests, um, I was diagnosed with uh, blood cancer. So after that, it was a pretty tough time uh, during the treatment after 16 to 18 months of um, chemotherapy when I completely finished it uh, due to a lot of medication and all of the food that I ate uh, du- during this time uh, gave me a lot of weight. Uh, I was 95 kilos after uh, my treatment and yeah, completely obese. I had no idea how to go to the gym, how to lose weight, how to um, follow a, a proper diet. Uh, all of this was extreme difficulty for me because uh, none of them uh, were taught to me uh, during my education or my parents did not know all of this information uh, at, at any point in time. So I started learning these things uh, from scratch uh, little by little. I went to the gyms. I started asking the uh, trainers that the gyms had only to find out that 95% of them are untrained or uncertified. They have no idea what they're speaking about. They don't understand. They They probably know how to lift weights, but uh, or they probably know how to do a certain exercise, but they, this is uh, way ahead or, uh, or way more science-based than uh, what we think it actually is. To be a, a personal trainer is to be a certified instructor who knows or who understands how the joints move, how the ligaments move, how um, everything in your body works, how, how they function so that they can train you and everything. So. During this period of time, um, I found out that there is a huge uh, necessity for certif- instructors to be certified, the, the, these, these people to be certified. In countries like in India, there are very few certification courses which are of really high standards. So I actually built a company uh, called Blitzfit where we bought um, completely these courses completely online uh, uh, from, from places like um, American Council on Exercise and also National Academy of Sports and Medicine. Uh, we bought these really high standard courses online. And uh, um, yeah, we, we, we taught these courses in a completely different way, in a way it could be understood online. 
uh, and we delivered this courses to a lot of people uh, uh, in the trainer industry in uh, India and being very close to these uh, certified instructors and everything I clearly saw how much demand there was for certified instructors people started understanding that their trainers need to have more knowledge than just lifting weights or um, uh, any of that sort and uh, yeah uh, I wanted to find a solution a larger solution for a population of 1.4 billion people you cannot train 14 million trainers it's 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 not possible to certify so many instructors there needs to be a better solution more scalable solution so that it can uh, help everybody so that is when um, I, I i thought of a solution that has to be way more immersive and also uh, completely scalable so there are youtube videos there are zoom videos but physical activities um, or dance or all of these things have to be more immersive they have to be uh, in a in a different in a different way of experience uh, altogether. There has to be a two-way communication between um, whenever there's a trainer, the trainer is giving you inputs of how you're doing. He's, he's making sure you're doing the things right and everything. So that is when XR, the idea was born, uh, where we wanted to provide a completely immersive experience and also a two-way communication system uh, based uh, personal trainer or based physical activities for this thing. So the, there was a small idea born. There was a prototype built where we built 3D trainer uh, trainers who can, uh, and also using artificial intelligence, we track using the camera, how well you do the exercise and everything. But then um, I did not want to solve all the problems at once. And then uh, a school from Bangalore, India came to us and said, we want to teach uh, physical activities every day to children. We don't have uh, the physical uh, trainers or faculty to do this. How do we do this? They started asking us questions. And then that, that, that is when it hit uh, me and all of these things that previously uh, of my experience came all together at once and said, this is what you need to do. And yeah, the XR for children started building at that point of time. Well, that's very exciting. I think that uh, I can really relate and many people can relate to your story in the sense that uh, uh, even uh, not having gone through uh, such a uh, life-changing changing experience where, where you're a cancer survivor, but to just see children who are uh, obese and have overweight and suffering from, uh, from heavy weights. And of course, there, there is that uh, bullying. There is maybe if you're an introvert and you have difficulty to deal with these things and how you're going to manage your situation. So there must be a some sort of way of help to to get you to to find yourself uh, in in a happier state of mind and and through that health and wellness. So I think this is a uh, this is a, you are talking about India now, but I think this is a uh, throughout the world, even uh, in North Europe or Finland, where where I am, or in the Nordics, uh, we have. I remember from school uh, mostly our. Uh, sports in, uh, sports instructor that came from being uh, uh, either uh, athlete themselves and but they did not know exactly how to uh, teach children about uh, uh, <clears throat> about physical health so we are focusing on playing basketball and playing football and and running but uh, that's only part of the things and of course if you are a little bit uh, overweight and you cannot keep up with the rest of the kids. So, so this became an issue also. So there are these issues, but I think it's 
interesting to hear uh, how you then moved on to uh, in this in the school of Bangalore. How 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 does it actually work for them, and what do they do? Yes, I mean, uh, whatever you said, I think I've been a victim of all of those parts, being vulnerable as a child and everything. And yes, it is one hundred percent truth uh, that it happens uh, to a lot of children. And I think it, if, if if less than twenty percent play sports, the other eighty percent are not doing uh, any structured physical activities, and it is very important. And even for the people who play sports, it's very important. So coming to this point right now, uh, how we have structured the solution for schools is that so we have faced. I mean, to provide uh, daily physical activities for a school, it is very hard for three main reasons. Right. The first main reason is because they don't have faculty to teach every day. They don't have 45 to 60 minutes every day in school to teach physical activities, and children cannot sweat every day and sit in schools every, uh, every day, right? So this is a huge problem. This is a problem that, in the current education system, at least cannot be easily solved just by life training. So that is the whole reason why we have a complete hybrid solution. Um, so right now, in the hybrid solution, what we do is. Um, we motion capture certified instructors and then we convert them into animated trainers. So why we convert them into animated trainers? So when we're bringing physical activities to children, we have to bring physical activities in the way their environment already exists. So right now there are two things that are really important um, in their environment. One is video games and the other one is animations or cartoons, right? So that is, Exactly what we're doing, we motion capture certified instructors, properly trained instructors for different kinds of physical activities and convert them into cartoon trainers. So we create a complete schedule of properly structured exercises, which goes from beginner level to advanced over the course of period when they have to do, right? And this schedule is completely planned out based on everyday exercises that we record in the application. So the application currently contains, it's. It's basically software as a service for schools. It contains two active users. One is the student and the other one is the PE teacher. So the PE teacher can teach once in a week, which he already does. And the rest of the days he can monitor how the students are actually doing. So how can he monitor? So for every class in the, um, uh, every student in the, in the school, we give them a proper login address and uh, create their accounts uh, for them who have to come to our application and experience the exercise and also do it with them, right? So at the same time, while they're doing these 3D exercises, we use um, the camera from, your, from our mobile phone or the laptop, whatever device you're using, and we track their movements, right? We track how well they're doing it. In the current application, we already give them an information or give the teacher an information if the child has actually done the exercise or not. You cannot just turn the turn the camera on and just move aside, right? So based on this, we give a certain thing called sweat points. These sweat points will will help the student to go achieve different stages. Maybe he's an advanced uh, uh, student who wants to be a football player. Even for him, the supportive training is very important. So he has to go to the advanced stages of supportive training. When he does this more consistently, he automatically gets different kinds of exercises, which is way more personalized to him rather than everybody in the class. So is, for instance, if uh, uh, the child is just starting, uh, is it a, a, how many exercises are they doing? Is it like a, that cover, covers like 
from top yeah. to toe, the different type of exercise for different muscle groups, or how does it uh, practicality? Yes. yes, so we don't just teach one kind of physical activity. So uh, body weight training is just one type of it. So every yeah. week we have two days of body weight training. We, 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 we structure upper and lower body complete exercises uh, in both uh, these exercises. We, we try to cover almost all the muscles. If not, we, we try to cover the rest in the next week. But two weeks of uh, training will be done for body weight training. One day of yoga will be taught. One day of dance will be taught. And one day of boxing cardio or martial arts or something like this. So we combine all different physical activities. So yoga, boxing, martial arts, and uh, mm -hmm. no. Yes. That's, that's so, quite comprehensive. <laughs> yes, I, th I think it is very uh, essential uh, for all of these things because all of these physical activities provide certain quality in the person and certain growth in that um, uh, child. Since these are the ages that we, the target market for us or the target children for us are the ages where they're growing and building their bone mineral density and all of these different activities add in a different way to these things. And how, where does growth. the fun element come, you know, so they don't get bored? Mm -hmm. Yes, so uh, currently the, 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 uh, what we do is we convert them into cartoon trainers, right? And it is also in 3D, you can rotate the trainer however you want. You can zoom in, zoom, or zoom, zoom, in, zoom out, all of these things. There is, the other part is that with your classroom, you have a group session. You can join, uh, you can all join together uh, 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 at a proper given time, fixed for you. And the other element that we're adding is the gamified element, which is the video games uh, that, that we are trying to combine, right? So since we can track through the camera how they're actually moving and what their pose in position is, we make it interactive, right? For instance, uh, we, we, are, we are planning a game, um, uh, which is going to be released soon, is that it's a game like Subway Surfer, where you jump and the and the trainer or the uh, cartoon in the in the in the laptop also jumps, but you have to jump only when there is a prime number on top, right? So you're actually learning mathematics, you're actually doing physical activities, and you're playing a game. So you just playing this game for thirty minutes, you will never forget prime numbers because you <laughs> want to. You want you, there's there's an incentivization of getting that prime number coins, and also you want to get those coins well. And so uh, these things that you are doing now, what has been sort of response uh, or questions or comments that you receive from, from from the children who are who are who have joined? Yes, so the biggest uh, positive response that we have got is that children love that the avatar is actually or they they call these avatar animations or cartoon is actually teaching them and not some other normal human being forcing them to do this. They don't feel forced anymore. They feel more free to do these activities in front of this thing. And also when it's at home and they can do it in their own uh, space, they like to do it in their own space instead of being compared when, when 30 students together are doing this and you, you, you can easily look at somebody else and you're not doing well. And all of these, these comparisons are there. So here, for instance, you're at home doing the exercise at your own place and there is a very unique kind of uh, 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 information coming to you, only to you, and nobody else can see that information for, for certain kind of improvements and everything. So it, it's been great positive response. Uh, children have been uh, uh, loving the software so far. There is uh, so There are some complaints from some students saying that the breaks that we give is way too much for them. They don't want the breaks. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yes. And then the parents. What about uh, the parents are usually... 
have something to say about this? Yes. So initially, parents were a little reluctant to this thing because uh, they thought the screen time will increase. But actually, the screen time doesn't matter here at all because the screen is at least 1.5 to 2 meters away. And you're actually mostly doing the exercise based on audio and also just the uh, character and the, your movements is just your hand gestures and all of these movements uh, re resulting in an output in this thing. So it is more of a concept of learning by doing and it doesn't really come under uh, the, the screen time that they are already are used to. Yeah, uh, so you're doing this in Bangalore at the moment. Uh, where else are you looking at yes. doing or how, how is your, because it sounds like very something that can be spread very uh, mm -hmm. into some very different locations and from where you're mm -hmm. starting it from. Yes, so we are currently demoing the product in three different places. Um, in Malta, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing, going to do a pilot project in Malta, hopefully. Um, we have two schools in Germany uh, for, for, for a pilot project which will start from uh, 15th of September. And uh, uh, there is one school in Italy, again, for pilot projects which will start from 15th of September. Okay, very good. Uh, do you think this will have an impact or what kind of exercises you give depending on the, the, the location of the schools or geography or do you think it's going to be just universal? I think uh, the location or geography is not that big of a point, but it also matters to us what is the syllabus of that location, the physical education, current physical education syllabus, because we will like to cover all of those things, including theory and practical uh, in our application. And also, uh, there is a certain kind of level that you can use with children uh, in, in the West compared to the East, which is a natural genetics way of doing it. So. It, the, it's not that we change the physical activities, but the intensity and all of those things, there will be a little tweak and also in the P, uh, the physical education syllabus that we use. Yeah. So that's, that's very interesting. So now you are, you are, you are doing the in, in, in India, you're looking at Malta mm -hmm. and you're looking mm -hmm. at also other countries. Uh, and how do you, I mean, how do you uh, uh, spread the good, good news about this? How do you go about uh, uh, mm -hmm. Do you have uh, people who are in different countries who are representing you, mm -hmm. or are you all from your from your own mm -hmm. chair? <laughs> right now, it's running all from my own chair. Uh, we are a small team. Uh, most of them are in India, and I'm I'm currently in Germany. But yes, so uh, I was lucky in Malta that I attended this conference uh, along with you, so I co I could actually uh, have some. Uh, connections there and they actually like the application and came to us and yeah the, the relationship is building well when it comes to uh, germany and italy i think the the, the biggest advantage i had was uh, uh, i mean i've been speaking to a lot of people uh, uh, about this in germany and i got an uh, inside route through erasmus club so there is a global erasmus club or european erasmus club for physical trainers or uh, PE teachers or gymnasium teachers in the schools. So I, I got a contact with them and I told, showed them his application. And the, the one beautiful thing is that PE teacher is usually always trying to do something nice for their kids, something um, innovative, and they're always closer to their children and uh, they, they, they are, they're really loved uh, by children and all of this. So that being an advantage for us, they really love the application and they are actually pushing it in these schools, uh, both in 
two schools in Germany and one school in Italy. That going from the PE teacher side to the school saying this this is something that we have to include, something that we got to do. Especially because in and and the easier part is that uh, to convince anybody of the sol the problem that we are addressing. Everybody knows that this problem exists. Totally. Any school that we go to already knows, any PE teacher we go to already knows that this problem exists and they can see it very clearly. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. You know, the thing is that uh, you have covering children, which is mm -hmm. uh, then then there is the uh, there is other spectrum of uh, people who reach sort of the, the, the silver age or, or the seniors uh, who have uh, naturally their... Uh, Muscles will get shrink, and they will also lose the posture. and And exercising it becomes a, a a different kind of a challenge for them. Uh, mm -hmm. Where do you see this interesting application could be applied for uh, other people or age age groups? Yes, very interesting that you ask. And our whole goal is that our uh, our whole uh, our whole way of uh, structuring this application is providing it for people who who already don't have multiple solutions, right? We, we have a lot of solutions for people between 18 to 60 uh, or 18 to 50. They, they, they can go to the gyms, they can do all kinds of applications. They have pelotons, they have cycles and all of these uh, home gyms and everything. But people between six to 17 are lacking these kind of solutions and also people over 60 year old are lacking. Somewhere, I think it, it can be because of the economics that it plays uh, in people's heads or in the people who are building these companies' heads, and it's a true uh, problem to have, right? So when it comes to over 60 years old, we are, we are, we are, we are actually kind of thinking of a solution because um, we have seen that um, in, in some places or in some old people's homes that we have uh, contacted, we have found out that there is only being uh, taught a 30 minutes physical activity exercise per week, right? It is supposed to be 30 minutes per day, but these people are only getting 30 minutes of physical activities per week. And usually even that is not completely a proper 30 minutes physical activity because if you do it only once in a week, that 30 minutes is not effective enough. You cannot no. be the, you cannot have the endurance or you cannot have uh, um, the energy to do those 30 minutes. So we want to bring a solution where we kind of connect these two dots where maybe a person who's 60 year old connects uh, to their son or daughter through the avatars that we have. We can, we can have their son or granddaughter's avatar teach, or teaching them exercise or, or just doing the exercise together in a group session, creating a proper club. So it becomes like a proper bonding session where the uh, person who's 60 years old or, uh, or more has an everyday 30 minutes time with their children and grandchildren and also has the physical activities and the whole group is completed with their, their day's physical activities, which is really important. That's very interesting, in fact, that you can then have a multi-generation. You have your uh, grandmother, grandfather and the grandchildren do things together. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's created a very interesting uh, possibility to, to have a... Something to something in common in many many ways than, than before. Mm -hmm. so it's very, very good. Oh, that's yes, a, I think that's the a, motivation the motivation point also is very high here because uh, grandparents would do that much would would take in a, that extra effort to spend more time with their grandchildren, and I think the grandchildren would also do that uh, kind of an effort for uh, the grandparents. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So um, just kind of uh, thinking about uh, the evolution of uh, uh, human being, uh, mm -hmm. where uh, originally uh, mm -hmm. this was based on uh, physical exercise and you, you're eating heavy, but you also burnt the, the calories. And then, then mm -hmm. suddenly uh, the, the sofa and the couch became a more important place to sit there and then mm -hmm. between the meals. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, where do you see this uh, evolution leading to and uh, how big of a challenge is this now to get uh, everyone off their, off their couch to, to join these exercises? I think it's quite a simple um, solution if taught in a simple way, right? Uh, uh, yes, like you said, the last 50,000 years of evolution or human evolution has happened through physical movements, right? And in the last two decades, we have cut down large part of it, like a huge part of it. And this is affecting the next generations, right? We were in a much better place. Uh, a generation before us were even much better place. Their mobility was much higher. Uh, they moved around for everything that, that is there. They didn't have uh, solutions like a computer or a, uh, or a television to sit there for a long period of time. But right now it's completely shifted and it is going down and down uh, as we go. Especially it was accelerated, I think, three times more just by the last two years of COVID-19. Right. So, yes, the problem is, is quite severe. We are seeing uh, the effect on children already all over the world physically, mentally, um, in, in, in all kinds of effects. The, so we believe that, uh, or I believe that, uh, if you teach a child to brush uh, uh, their teeth twice a day, they will do it for the rest of their life. If you teach them to do it for a year or force them to do it for two years, maybe not force, but in an in in a easy way, teach them to do it, they'll do it for the rest of their life. Because whenever they stop, they actually realize how bad it feels. Right. And rituals are always built much better, much stronger when they are children. This, this is a memory that is stored completely inside. Right. This memory calls to you whenever you don't do it. It, it tells you how bad it feels. It's, it's a routine that keeps calling you that uh, this is not how I'm supposed to be. I know this is not how I'm supposed to be. It's the same way if you teach a child to do physical activities every day, 30 minutes, from the age 6 to 17, like how you teach mathematics, like how you teach science or any other subject, just teach physical education, teach them how to handle their body and mind. That's it. For the initial part of their life, they will do it for the rest of their life because they know how bad it's going to be when they don't take care of it. And they can easily jump back because there is an internal memory already holding all of the information of how to do it. So having this information, storing this information, I think is it has to be a trivial part of our education system itself uh, so that it, it it can be yeah it can go along far along yeah that's a good analogy the uh, brushing the teeth definitely you know how we are taught in the, mm -hmm. as a child to, to brush our teeth twice a day and it's it's uh, sort of uh, engraved into our uh, mm -hmm. behavior in fact and i think that's a very good analogy now then looking very uh, into the future where do you see how you think you can uh, take this to a different level. You talked already about uh, uh, multi-generation, making hybrid solutions. Any thoughts where you, where is your mind going with this idea? How far are you thinking this can go? Yes, I mean, uh, and on the technological level, I think there is 
always a transition in how we perceive uh, information, right? It started with text images, or at least on the internet, it started with text images, then uh, or mobile communication it started with text images, then it went to uh, images, then we are in the video era right now. Most of the information that we get is in video era. But the next one is going to be in 3D, right? Where you are going to be able to interact and be a participant in every information that you gather, every place that you can gather, or you can see it in your own perspective, uh, the whole information that is there, right? So keeping that in mind, that is the whole reason we built uh, a web XR solution, web extended reality solution, where it is way more immersive than video itself. So that that is exactly where we are trying to bring this solution is that the physical activities are taught in 3D and also there is an interaction through the camera which is uh, tra tra tracking how you move and everything. So we want to bring this to every aspect of information that is being done, right? From education, we want to start with education. We want to start with the most important one which is physical education which we are doing now. But we want to teach science that way. We want to teach mathematics that way. We want to teach everything in a more gamified, more immersive, and also a two-way way of um, um, information getting. And even when it is in remote places, right? Yeah. Even when you don't have a proper teacher to teach you, even you, all you need is internet access, and you you get you get the same quality of it. You get you you get the same fun with it. Yeah, I mean the the thing is that to get everybody along. Mm -hmm. So embrace everyone to have a chance to to do this in their life, regardless yes. of their uh, wealth or or uh, mm -hmm. so it's not only restricted to people or the ones who have mm -hmm. have the, mm -hmm. the funding, but give everybody a chance because it's a it's a really a uh, so important topic about the health and the, mm -hmm. and the happiness that uh, wellness contributes for the mm -hmm. children and also then for the for the age group of uh, uh, seniors who uh, have uh, had a great life, but mm -hmm. then uh, they still want to be able to walk comfortably and uh, able to move around for a few more years. Yeah, it's more than that. I think it's just the everyday experience that you have. If you don't yeah. do physical activity, if, if I don't do physical activity for one day, I know that day's experience is much worse than any other day that I yeah. do physical activities. That the whole day is set up with the proper tone and yes. It, it's, yeah, it's there's just... that saying about exercise that uh, if you miss one day, the second day, you, you, you will notice it. And if you miss it another day, somebody yeah. else will notice it, that you just yeah. do the exercise, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's true. I mean, most of the time, I, I would try to change that a little bit. It is first day you notice it, second day you notice somebody else noticing it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it's more in terms of you, but you get it in, in, in terms of somebody else. But yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. Very good, uh, Kushal. I think this has been a very mm -hmm. interesting topic that we, you shared and also the, the concept that you're sharing. So uh, uh, we will uh, end this discussion for this time. This has been a very interesting where you, you shared your past and uh, in the history, how you got inspired about uh, developing this uh, uh, very interesting concept about helping children uh, and uh, the, to create the everyday ritual for around health and wellness and also leading this into a, a, a experience for everyday experience not only for the children but also for 
for uh, for adults and 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 seniors. So this has been a very very and it really reminds me that uh, brushing teeth twice a day is is a, is a very important thing to remember, like uh, exercising. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.